Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Sprague On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. It's time to begin the football weekend. And as they say in Tinseltown, roll up. This is a football Friday edition of Dirt and Spray. They had pride. They had talent. They had hats and t-shirts. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app, follow 1080 The Fan, and enable push notifications to get the latest on the Ducks, Beavers, Blazers, and more. Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. All right, 602 in the Rose City. Time for Dirt and Sprague on Portland's Sports Leader. 1080 The Fan. 24 Reno. 23 Dallas. Blue Poncho. Blue Poncho. Monday, Monday, Monday. Blue Monday. Red Poncho. Red Poncho. Red Poncho. Red Happy Football Friday. What is evident? Hopefully not a freaky Friday. No freaky. You don't want to switch bodies with me? No. You I wouldn't want to see what days, what one day in Dirt's life is like? If every guy switched bodies with every guy, the first we know the first thing they would do. What's he, what's he working with? What's he got going on here? <laughs> yeah. What's this look like down here? <laughs> uh, 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 oh, that's it. Huh? That's it. Okay. Or, or, or you're pleasantly surprised. Never saw that coming. Well, but imagine there's like a guy you despise and you switch bodies and you find yeah. out they're just Not massively good. hung. And Not you're good. like, oh, great. I get to hate you even more. They got a Jeff Rust hog down there. And it's like, oh, really? You of all people got blessed with the Jeff Rust jeans. Damn it. You know how I know Jeff Rust is hanging with bigger tools than me? Oh. He poo-pooed Barry Sanders' dad in the Barry Sanders <laughs> prime doc. Yes, he did. We went over that because you had mentioned that you could see Sanders' dad's unit in, he, yeah. the, in the documentary. He's wearing 19, like, 70s <laughs> skin-tight pants in a photo yes. when they show his dad at a much younger age. Yes. And it, I mean, it's there. It's just like an arm across in the pants. <laughs> you texted that to the group chat about you could see this. And then I watched the documentary and I'm like waiting for some like shot in the documentary of him coming out of a shower. It's like I'm waiting to be like <laughs> this giant thing flashing across the screen and I'm going to be scarred. And so I missed it when it happened. And then we went back and rewound and we paused it and we zoomed in on watching Amazon. And you, you could clearly see it. Jeff Ross not impressed whatsoever. He's like, meh. And I'm like, I've seen better. I, I think I literally. Every day. You want to know we don't have an HR person in the building, Swag. <laughs> I literally turned to him when he went, meh. I went, how big is it? Just tell me how big yours is. <laughs> Started doing the hand thing, going wider and wider. How far are we going here, Jeff? How far are we going? You cannot poo-poo Mr. Sanders' unit <laughs> and tell me that yours is bigger than that thing. With the D. Oh. Happy Friday, everybody. Happy Friday. I would like a round of applause for myself this morning. Didn't watch... One single second. Had no idea what was happening in that football game last night. I only saw a score. 
Yeah, I didn't know about it till you guys texted. Yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about? I was just on social media. That was the only way I saw. There was not a single redeeming quality of that football game. I'm literally right now, I'm highlights watching highlights it. on Get Up. This is my first look at what happened in that football game. How cool is that pick six, That's though? That's a great pick On the six. screenplay? I think yes. Mina Kimes had a tweet that was like, it's a major bummer that that play happened at that moment of that game. Because that's one of the cooler pick sixes that has happened all year. Yep. You always wait for those screen passes for somebody to jump yeah. in front and pick it off. He just happened to do it when it was 56 to nothing. Fat and guy nobody was and watching. Score. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, imagine that happening in like a big, massive game. Cowboys and Eagles last Sunday night, 14-14 third quarter. That's right. your pick six. The internet would have exploded, but it happened in that game and 14 people were watching. In this business, you get people that are very disingenuous. It drives me crazy. You get people that get on this microphone every day in different cities and nationally, and they try to zig when everybody else zags. Yes. That's why I like doing NFL zig or zag. That's my own little secret (laughs) of why I wanted to do that segment. Who's zigging and who's zagging. Exactly. And uh, I'm not meaning to do that here, but I'm being very honest. Having not watched a second of that game and seeing the final score... I found myself last night not watching the game, not following anything on Twitter, thinking and and just kind of feeling sorry because I know we're all celebrating that Herbert's going to have a new coach and at least we assume he hasn't been fired yet. A guy is literally going to lose his dream job at some point today or in the next two or three weeks. And it's just weird that the entire world's like, hell yeah. (laughs) And, and, And look, he's not. Not deserving of it, he but hasn't like done anything to justify but, staying. But there's there. well, that's I disagree. He did take him to the playoffs last year, and I know they eh, blew the big he? lead. Did he? He gets credit. He's the coach. Uh, what's Belichick doing without <laughs> yeah. Brady right now? Right. So, my only point is this: it's not to say he doesn't deserve it. It's just I kind of found myself feeling very human for somebody I don't. I don't care about Brandon Staley. I'm not a Chargers fan. It doesn't yeah. behoove me to stick up for him. And yet, I actually find myself feeling a little human for him because for like seven weeks now, all people talk about is, that guy should not have his job. <laughs> and he may never get that dream opportunity oh, ever he's again. He's done. He's never getting a head coaching job again. And why would thing. anybody hire Brandon Staley to be a head coach? He's supposed Josh to be McDaniels still, got a job. He's still pretty but young. But Josh McDaniels yeah, had young. the benefit of working with Tom Brady. He can go be a D coordinator for the McVay again <laughs> and have a great defense. Well, maybe he's figured it oh, out this his time. His defense sucks. That's the reason they're losing games. Look, I, I see your point about head coaches getting credit. I also do find the Belichick example funny because what does everybody say now that Brady's gone? He can't win without a quarterback. You need a quarterback to win. And a lot of people give Brady far more credit for that run than they do Bill Belichick. There, there are. <laughs> I always crack up when there's like an accidental campaign ad that happens. This happened in Congress a couple of weeks ago. There was a Republican that stood in front of the House and and ranted like, "What have we? What have we passed? What have we done that's going to advocate that the American people should vote for us in the next election?" Mm-hmm. And he was doing it not as you know meaning to be a slam against his own party. He was just trying to like, "Hey, wake everybody up. Let's do some meaningful things." Pass my legislation. Exactly. And Democrats <laughs> saw that and were like, "Well, thanks. We're going to put that in campaign ads. That was an accident." mistake, but we're going to use that against you. We appreciate that. Right. This was like if you needed a campaign ad for Justin Herbert, 
You just put that game on. Yeah. <laughs> he had, did you realize he had the second longest game played streak in the NFL for a quarterback? Josh Allen was the only guy longer. They've been holding that thing together with duct tape and like chewed up gum. Finger splints. You yeah. take him <laughs> out splints. for one game. The first game he misses. Ooh. That's what it looks like. Ooh. That's the product that you put on the field. Everybody quits because they know they don't stand a chance yeah. in hell to win when he's not in the lineup. And they just, there is zero effort. There's zero intensity. The defense is terrible. The Raiders scored three points last week against the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. They scored a franchise record 63. 63. Four days later, that's they crazy. scored 63 in an NFL game. Yeah, that's saw Mina. I did see Mina Kimes say Herbert MVP question mark. Like, what are we? Can we stop the criticisms now? Look what Cincinnati's doing without Joe Burrow, and look what happens with the Chargers without Justin Herbert. It's one game. I understand yeah. it's an apples to oranges comparison, but for anybody who thought he was the issue in LA, you can just go ahead and sit down and shut up now. The one thing I would say is, and Swag, I, I think you'd be inclined to answer this as well because I mean, this is your new team. My new team. I I I'm, I'm not pushing anything against our old Justin Herbert pal. But I do wonder if if these seasons, these experiences, sometimes I worry that quarterbacks of certain ages, just this is his molding into the NFL. Hey, welcome to a hell where you're going to throw for 380, <laughs> four touchdowns, and we're going to lose this game. Like, over. And, oh, every time, I feel like every game he's played, almost every week, I can read some blurb for the first time in NFL history. No team ever has. Yeah. And, like, that's the following ending to every sentence of almost every single one of his games. I I, I don't worry that he can be great. I worry just uh, pressing bad habits, kind of like, oh, no, I have to score or I have to do this. or Just the overwhelmingness that that situation has got to leave him feeling as a young impressionable quarterback I worry a little bit that they've maybe broken him somewhat I know that sounds insane he's still throwing good numbers but I I worry about it it can all be fixed with the right selection the right hire as the next head coach you're not wrong but let me interject here do you know what's what a problem for them is that up do you know what a problem with them is they're massively over the cap next year and so you wait until they gut this entire thing and it's going to be hey Herbert Throw to Stevenson. Who's Stevenson? We got him in the seventh round. He's cheap. He's your number two target now. Have I, fun. And if you get the right coach, I think we've seen the right coach can change things quicker than people think. Look at D'Amico in Houston. But what I what I would say, though, also is that doesn't always, it's not always a guarantee. No, it's, it's a lot of pressure on ownership and management to get it right. Because as you mentioned, yeah, they're sorry. I mean, they, they spend... I think a percentage of their payroll this year, they have the largest percentage spent on defense of any other team. It's first <laughs> yes. or second. Yes. They're like the most expensive team in yeah. football. Yes. It's crazy. Which is why Brandon Staley's not for – and Tom Telesco should be fired. Too. I agree. I see, I agree out. with that. You need to do a full clean. Yes. You cannot be yeah. keeping one with the other. Their big signing two years ago was J.C. Jackson, who was so bad <sighs> that they had to trade him back yep. to New England and pay New England to take him. That happened this year. I know. That's how bad it is. <laughs> that was like, like $82 million. We talked about that when it happened. Like, hey, J.C. Jackson's a pretty good corner. Look at that run. That's a good signing for the Chargers. How about that? They're doing smart things. And he was a dumpster fire. And they had to trade him back to New England and basically paid a good chunk of his salary just in order to, to finish that trade off. His career was done as a head coach, in my mind, two years ago in Week 17. Ironically, or 18, I can't remember how many games they played. Ironically, in this matchup. 
Like, we all forget that they had a game in the last week of the regular season in which if they tie, they go to the playoffs. They were in overtime against the Raiders. The Raiders wanted to tie the game. They would have gone to the playoffs. And Brandon Staley called a timeout. The Raiders said, oh, you want to call a timeout? Great. Okay, we'll go kick a game-winning field goal, have fun in the offseason. The Raiders went to the playoffs and damn near beat the Bengals in the first round. That was two years ago, man. Like, And then you blow a 27 to nothing lead in the playoffs last year, and then you have this season when you're supposed to be a defensive head coach. The tough part on your angle from Herbert, and I was thinking about this last night, what he's had to deal with, I think this is year five for Herbert, if I'm not mistaken. So he's going to be going into year six. They still haven't fired Staley, so let's wait until see, see that that actually happens. Is that right? Is this year five? I believe so. Yeah, because he, it's been five he agreed to his God, extension just, in the offseason. We're going to die soon, dude. I don't know. It's we're crazy old. how fast it's Let me gone. double check that because I want to make no, sure. No, I'm, I'm not poo-pooing No, I'm, I'm, I, I wasn't just, sure if it was one, two. No, no this said, is year four. Year okay. four. Touche. Right. But he's going to be. Here's the argument, though. It makes it even better. He's going in next year to year five. Mm-hmm. This will be his third head coach in five seasons. Mm. When you look at all the other quarterbacks that you rank near the top 10 of the NFL, go ahead and start playing the game in your head. How many head coaches have they had in their career? Mahomes, one. Josh Allen, one. Lamar. Joe Burrow, one. Lamar, one. one. Dak, I mean, you want to go Dak in this this year. Two. two. Aaron Rodgers, his entire time in Green Bay, had two head coaches. Now he's on his third because he moved to a new team. Hurts, Purdy, I mean, yeah. One, one. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it's remarkable what he's had to deal with, yet we find ways hmm. to criticize and blame him for their shortcomings when clearly it's an organizational failure. Uh, certainly, I, I don't think anybody would disagree with that last line right there, old Andrew. I think the the unfortunate nature of that business, I think we're seeing this a little bit with Dak, and I'll, I'll throw myself in this too. I'm always willing to admit when I'm wrong on things. I don't know if I trust Dak to win the Super Bowl uh, this year. But he's had a great year. He's, he's followed a really up a struggle bus of a year and an yeah. awful ending in the playoffs last year with a fantastic season for himself. Unfortunately, the nature of that beast is when they get those contracts, I'm sorry. it's I don't want to hear about the special teams coach whose special teams is ranked 18th in the NFL. It's A lot of that blame just goes to those guys. Even when it's not, we all watch it. It's not always the quarterback. How about the defense? Those guys just, they get all the love, and they tend to sometimes get most of the blame. It's funny, too, because when they hired Kellen Moore, that was also viewed as a good move, and Dallas's offense this year has gotten better without I, Kellen Moore. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't I don't know if I have if we have tape on the air with, I feel like I did, but I, I always kind of thought he was a little overrated, the Kellen Moore thing. I mean, when they when Dallas moved on, it was, oh, oh good luck, McCarthy. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to call the plays now? Old Sleepy Mike, and how's that working out for well, him? They look I, pretty damn good. What I would give Mike McCarthy a lot of credit on is he's gotten out of his dinosaur ways on fourth down, and he's actually actually like passing the football everybody was worried they were gonna run 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 second and eight run third and seven and like (laughs) that's not been the case at all they he's gone completely the other way so I'll give Mike McCarthy and Dak their flowers here is there an obvious name I think that's another thing we brought up Belichick I don't know how real that is he might want to stay on the east coast I don't know is there an obvious name see that's the other part is you can rant and rave about Ben Johnson how the Lions offense looked the last three, four weeks, kind of yep. making me go, damn, this is really bad. I don't know what the obvious hire is, but Charger fan, Swag, you're one of them. You might not care anymore. You might just be like, I just want to be out of that. Yeah, he's, he's got to go. 
That was so bad. I mean, I'm so glad I didn't watch that game last night. I am too. Didn't I, I seriously didn't watch a second of it. And I didn't see a highlight until this morning. It's great. No point to. I just I started laughing my ass off when I saw the score was 42 to nothing at the half. Because that does not happen very often in NFL games. Games like that. I had saw, they were at one point leading by more than 55. And they ended up not winning by that amount. But I was Bill Barnwell had a tweet. There had only been four games in the history of the NFL in which a team lost by 55 or more points. Wow. Only four times in the history of the NFL. I loved his, everybody gets blown out. <laughs> which, you know what? <laughs> he could have he gone and used another team. I know they try not to say coaches' names and teams in press conferences, but he couldn't be like, How'd the Broncos fare in Miami this year, huh? <laughs> what was that, 70 to nothing or whatever? 70 to 20 or whatever. It was a very similar score in that one. It was. And they turned it around. It's Look like, that. Oh. we still got a lot to play for. No, no, you know, yeah. your quarterback's out for the rest of the year. Your team has quit on you. The second a team quits on a coach, that's like the biggest red flag that you could ever have. And he's not wrong. Blots like that happened. That one was because the team quit, and that's why he needs to get fired. Well, we have a lot to get to today. Uh, I have to turn the heater off in the break because it was freezing cold when I walked in here this morning uh but uh it's yeah geez i'm already sweating uh we have a lot to get we sprayed the line today 8 30 matt stall at al.com covers alabama crimson tide roll tide at 7 30 the michigan playoff look ahead that we'll get to did the texas uw one yesterday uh and i got a lot of nfl i got some nba i uh, to get to but i want to start the show here a gift for swag and a question for Dirt. Mm. We'll start there. Dirt and Spray, good morning. Happy Football Friday on the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink think what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'd like to shout out my wife who uh, alerted me yesterday that uh, doing a show next to Dirt highlights how even more white I look on a camera. She <laughs> says, why are you so much whiter than him? Uh-huh. I said, I, I, I went to the store and I picked it out. I don't know. What do you want me to say to that? 
I'm pale ass white. I got those Nebraska corn roots, man. We're farmers out yeah. there. We're out in the sun all day. Our forefathers working Sprague's, the land. Yeah, Sprague's got a little more shucking the corn. Scandahoovian <laughs> genes in you. A maybe. lot of Irish, like English. Oh, there you go. You know, dirt pale. Is there a little Mediterranean in the dirt? No, I'm actually very uh, Swedish, but oh. they all moved to Nebraska, and then our skin got burnt permanently, mm. and so oh. we're all just a little bit darker. You know, that's a depressing thing to say out loud. I went in from Sweden to Nebraska. All right, what a choice. Good for you. Sweden's got some good stuff going on, man. Hell yeah, Hobland went from Sands Norway World to Stillwater. What do you want? Yeah, that doesn't sound great either. Good old Victor. I love Victor Hovland. Um, I wanted to do a segment for both of you here. Okay. My first one is a question for old Andrew Dirt Johnson. Yeah, what do you got, Bob? Uh, Buster Posey says the Giants don't get free agents because your city is run down and awful and everybody's scared of San Francisco now. There's human feces on the sidewalk, don't you know? <laughs> this is so stupid. This is your goat. He's coming out and saying your team's not, screwed because your city's run by a bunch of uh, lib idiots. That's not what he's saying at all. There's tents and poop everywhere. I saw a clip. There's a, our sister station down in the Bay Area. There was a caller that called in that was that started ranting about Buster Posey and said, you're not from here. You're from Georgia. You're not even a real San Franciscan. I don't know if that's how you say it, but yes. I'm running with it. Like, there was a guy that ranted about, go back to Georgia. You're not wanted here anymore. Go back to where you came from. There was I one of those, right? <laughs> love the ironic part about all this, this is the problem with media in 2023. He yeah. didn't say any of that. He, he told Andrew Baggerly. He moved his entire, he moved when he retired back to Georgia, yeah. moved his entire family back to San Francisco because they missed the city and they loved the city so much. He now lives in San Francisco. He's a part of the ownership group. He's San Francisco or San Francisco proper? <laughs> I don't know where, he, where his address is. He lives in the general area. And he's at games. He's a part of the ownership group now. And he's like a front office guy. Like, hey, come sit in on our meetings. He was asked why he thought they couldn't get Shohei Otani because they said they offered Otani the same deal the Dodgers did. Otani was, was going around saying, this is what I want, deferrals, blah, blah, blah. And the Giants said, yeah, dude, we'll do that. No problem. Uh, and he said the tough part that we have right now is there is a perception out there amongst free agents that this is what our city is. He did not say this is what San Francisco is. He said there's a perception when I sit down with free agents and we try and convince them to come here that this is what they think the city is. And we tell them, no, it's not that bad. It's Every major city has this. But they don't listen because they don't live in the city and you don't realize how cool it is until you actually live there. He did not actually put down San Francisco. It was a bit of a clickbaity headline. It was, and I'm thanking you for the correction there yes. because I also saw the real quote and I just loved like Ken Rosenthal was doing hits and he's like they got a city problem they have a they have a Dude, city this is problem. the dumbest thing that's ever existed the it's... problem with them right now is their rival is a team who is unmatched in baseball if you're going to choose a team who you would rather yeah. play for, who are you choosing? Like... If I were a free agent, I would choose the Dodgers. It was the last time the Dodgers missed the playoffs. It's been a long time. Long time. They win 100 games years, every year. The only year they didn't win the division in this entire run, it took my team winning 107 games, the most in franchise history, and then, the and then they lost to them in the playoffs. In the playoffs. Yeah. Like, this is, it's not a city problem. It's not a tax yeah. issue because the Dodgers don't have oh, problems like signing LA guys. Like, have their exactly. <laughs> it's like they're just a better organization than you. And if you're choosing where you want to play and winning is a priority, I'd love to think that my team has the ability to win, but it's not even close. It's not a competition. I, I would, I would echo this i've been to both um i love san francisco i think it's a really cool city it's gorgeous it is way too it's one windy. of my favorite road trips uh 
during during basketball season. It's it's, it's great. Yeah, but it's also too windy. I that that Bay Area gets a lot of wind, and that's why Los Angeles edges out for me. It's it just, warmer. It's, it's warmer. It's a little warmer. I like that I a little like more. The Christmas. Go out and visit the sea lions there on the wharf. <laughs> sure, it's fantastic. Let me ask you, how much uh, Otani presser stuff did you consume? I watched quite a bit of it. They told him in a meeting that this has been a letdown run for them, and he said yes. that was the thing that stuck out because they've made the playoffs every year and won a World Series. Called it a failure, and they called it a failure. And he Damn said straight. that's how I know they care a lot about winning. They also picked up some pitching help yesterday with Tyler Glasnow from Tampa. So I'm at a point where I want to admit something out loud, but I wanted to know how much Otani stuff you consumed. Uh, I can I flipped over to it. Uh, I didn't quite catch it quite from the beginning, but I got the bulk of it when the question and answer was going on with his interpreter. His interpreter needs a haircut, but oh well. <laughs> Does he have long hair? Is he growing? It's I didn't see any of It's kind of floppy, weird. Just trim the bangs up. Okay. Maybe that's a cultural thing. It's a cultural it, it could look. be. Yeah, Just, no. you know. Then you have to walk that back as a white man. It's racist of you, Jason Swigard. Hey, listen. As somebody who has had his share of bad haircuts, <laughs> I, I'm speaking from, or lack of haircuts. Getting Glasnow, I don't know if they're going to get, Yamamoto sounds like he might go to the Yankees now it's is what possible, I saw. But Glasnow, uh, basically the only thing is they're negotiating a contract extension. So That was they, part of the deal. Yeah. That's I'm part sure of that's going to be a big hang up. So they'll, they'll <laughs> they don't have any money left to spend. Out. Oh wait, Otani's giving them back yeah. $68 million a year. <laughs> Dirt, I don't, I don't know where you're at with your team. Like I, I like my team and you can call me whatever you want, but I, I'm pretty close to wanting to boycott the season. Like, well here, let me try and spin this positively for you. Okay? Wake me up when it's September and I'll I'll catch the end, and then we'll get to the playoffs, and I'll be like, Wee! Yeah, yeah like I mean, you should. Who's going to challenge in your division? Well, the Phillies. But the Phillies are good. The Phillies have knocked us out for two straight yeah. years. The Mets so. are a dumpster fire, though. The Marlins, like. The Marlins no, are. They're fine they're little story. They're little sneaky. Team, they kind of hang around. Sneaky little team. Nats are in a total rebuild. Yeah, so the awful. rest of the NL East isn't great. Here's the here's a good thing we got going for us. I'm with you generally on baseball. I'm going to watch my team play because it's going to be in April and May, and we got nothing else on TV, and I'm going to watch all my team's games. You think you're going to watch all the games? I mean, not all of them, but as many, if I'm just sitting around the house and yeah. I got nothing going on. Like you're watching 120 games. You have a yeah, newborn, yeah, I mean. Yeah, you know, in this right? scenario, you got a kid throwing yeah. up on you. He's just pooping. He's sitting in the corner. He's pooping, all right? <laughs> we got to start him young, even though they're going to suck this year. We're going to train him on being a Giants fan. Uh, Michael Conforto's going to win the MVP. Let's go, Beavs. Here's the best <laughs> part, though, about this season for the Dodgers. Yeah. Is that if they win the World Series, we can all, like, we just laugh at them. Like, yeah, congratulations. You did what you were supposed to <laughs> yeah, do. How did you not win 15 right. of these in the last 15 years? Yeah. It's an embarrassment that you haven't won an actual World Series. So we get that easy in our hip in our hip pocket. And if they don't win, oh. we get to point and laugh in their face. Like, you still can't win. You added Shohei Otani and Tyler Glass. Now, they're not done. They're going to go get oh, more pieces. Yeah. This is just the beginning. They're easily the best team in baseball. There's nobody that can come close. But something that you ranted about in October, should give you hope this year that being the best team doesn't matter. The Braves were the best team in baseball essentially yeah. all season long. What happened when the playoffs started? Oh, that's screwed. It's over. Like, this is the beautiful thing about that sport. In the NBA, if this team existed, nobody would touch them and they would sweep in the NBA This is finals. the Katie Warriors. This is the Katie this Warriors. Is is, but yeah. that's not the way baseball works. They got a great shot at winning it, but it's not guaranteed. And we get to laugh at them if they don't win it. You know, that's a fair, that's a good response. That's a, that's like, a good way of Congrats on buying it. a championship. That's what it took, really? I, I know he disagrees and he will to his dying day, but I'm telling you, there's a... There's going to be lacking a little something when his if his team does actually win it. Is Kevin Durant on the podium? 
Uh, I saw him thank the angels for all the memories. Thanks for the memories. <laughs> <laughs> like one memories. Leaving nobody on base when you're up or <laughs> stranding you at second. What's the memory? That, all those solo home runs. What's the best memory you think he had in L.A. with the Angels? Like, what's his best Angels memory? Because uh, I think I, it's being stranded at second. I, I don't know. Good ending, guys. Good ending. Good ending. Lonely. <laughs> Got one guy on base. One guy on base. Nobody could hit me in. You mentioned the Herbert stat earlier. That's what the Angels have been for five years. I, you no. would get those, like, Otani and Trout went uh, combined six of eight with two home runs and five RBIs. And, and the Angels. Became the first team to ever lose a game that way. Uh, Swag, I I know you heard it. You didn't interrupt. I didn't interrupt. But I think we're thinking the same thing in the moment. I love just thinking now. (laughs) It's in May. I love the idea that his kids just poop in his pants in a corner and he's just just watching baseball quietly and casually. (laughs) You have... Put him in the pack and play. No idea. Sit him over in the corner. The hellscape (laughs) that that child is going to put you through. It's the fourth inning and you're just... And you're going to give him everything, and he still won't stop. And you will literally be thinking, should I shake this thing I'm until this it baby. stops? I'm shaking this baby. It Don't won't stop crying. Don't shake the baby. You're not allowed to do that. You want to. Don't shake the baby. See, here's here's where the good silver lining is for me. You're going to call your mom. I've given him everything. <laughs> I got nothing left. I'm giving him whiskey at this point. Here's the best part, though, is my team's going to be so bad that I'm probably going to want a reason to walk away from the television. Like, oh, God, they're losing to the Dodgers again, 9 to nothing. All right, the baby's crying. That's at least a glimmer of hope. So instead of shaking him to be quiet, you actually shake him to wake him yeah. up and piss him yeah. off. Come on, start crying. It's 7 nothing in the third inning. Otani just hit his third home run. We need a rally cry. <laughs> Real-life rally cry. Turn this thing around. Uh, coming up next... Accountability still needs to be held for this team. I'm sorry, it does. I'll tell you who it is next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, welcome back in. We'll spray the line at 8.30. Matt Stahl of uh, AL.com will join us. A Bama-Michigan playoff preview. Roll damn tide. Roll damn tide. I got to bet with Ken Barkley. Yeah, what are we sending him? A made-in-Oregon gift basket? Is that what we decided on? If they lose? I'm actually a little uncomfortable knowing or thinking about how expensive that is. We can go halvesies on it. 
We'll help you out. I'll chip in. You don't need to. It's, I was the one being no, loud. No, it's more in, of in a. Yeah, I, I like having Ken on. He's a really fun guest. We he, can send in some fine uh, Willamette Valley Pinot. Yeah, there you go. Hopefully, there's one in that basket. I also think you're going to win the bet, though. So I'm not too worried about it. Okay. I well, like your. I like your. If I were betting on that game, that's the side that I would bet on. Well, yeah. I mean, I I think you're far more comfortable betting Bama and Saban uh, almost against anybody. Yes. Maybe even Richt and uh, or not Richt, uh, uh Smart and Georgia. Yeah. Uh, there's a there's a little bit of a cowboy vibe right now with Michigan, where it's like, yeah, I know you're good, you're good every year, but what happened when you played TCU last year? They were a two touchdown favorite in that game. Dirt. I uh, I know expectations are not good. And I know we're we're leaning into the draft at this point as an organization. Mm-hmm. But for the first time all year, our beloved Trailblazers were favored <laughs> in a game. Yes, they were. They were three and a half point favorites against the old Utah Jazz. Lori Markin and not playing. And uh, isn't he their best player? Is he their best player? Uh, Sexton Kessler. Okay. It just depends. The in night. the mix, he, yeah, he's definitely in the, in the mix. Okay. And Utah came into Portland last night, and I know that we had a listener say they only lost by eight. I'm like, well, that's <laughs> you not, didn't watch the game. That yeah. is not what I saw. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I turned it off at halftime because they were losing so bad. They were down 33 points, and they got booed at halftime going into the locker room. It was, there's not going to be many moments like this during the season, so I'm going to do the segment. They actually had an expectation last night. Win the freaking basketball game. They completely no-showed. Shaden was atrocious. Ant was garbage. The only good thing, I think, was maybe Scoot's final stat line. Yeah. Yeah, career-high points and assists. Other than that, nothing. Defense was trash. Offense no. was trash. They just it, well, That was a pathetic performance. There was no defense being played. It was like they didn't try last no. night. No, <laughs> they weren't getting back. Utah's like, we're running. They just, I mean, it was a layup line there for a while. How many of those scoot numbers came in the fourth quarter, too? That's the other tough part with it. Like, I'm happy to see him have a good game. That's a fair question. He wasn't lighting. I didn't watch the second half because it was over, and I turned <laughs> the game off. It was on the second screen. He was not, I'll look up how many he had. He was not lighting the world on fire in the first half. I'll just say that. So I saw that he had a double-double, well, and I thought, started, good for him. I but. think in the third quarter when they were – when it got to 33, he was starting to just keep it himself a little more ah, and yes. not dishing it off. Which is, hey, that's great for his development. He should do that. Work on your you know, attacking angles and finishing boot. Like, work on all that stuff, dude. You're down by 30. This is an embarrassing game at home to the Jazz. It was a bit of a glimpse of what potentially could come. I, I have not watched a lot of full Blazer first halves this year. A lot of their games have fallen on football nights or there's something else going on. I'll check in in the second half. I haven't watched an entire first half in a long time, but I boycotted Thursday night football, and I said earlier this week that I was going to sit and watch the first half of Blazers Jazz, and I did. And boy, oh boy, buddy, there was yeah. nobody there. There was no wow. energy in the arena. It just was, that was about as low as you could get. And it was unfortunate because it, they had started to build a little bit of optimism with the way that they were playing. The fact that that team thought that they could walk into the arena against anybody and go through the motions and win because they're playing the Jazz without Laurie Markinen. Like, do you know who you are? Do you realize that despite the fact that you're competitively losing games, you still suck and this is your place in the NBA? It was a bit of a reality check. And when they make moves at the deadline, man, Get ready for that empty arena. There's no Damian Lillard to save you at this point, and there's going to be a lot of empty seats and a lot of booze, I'd imagine, in the second half of the year. 13-2 and two were his second-half numbers. 13 points, 2 assists okay, so in the He had a lot of assists half. in the first half. He that's had 8 cool assists to see. in the first half. That's a good little first half. Yeah, I mean, that that's the thing. It's um, Also, like I looked up tickets. I, I thought about going to this game last night and just being a little tired for Friday's show. 
Man, I looked up tickets last minute, and they were still... And because I, I... This is very douchey of me to say, so I'm well aware. You don't need to add commentary to it. I just don't want to sit in the 300 section ever again in my life. No. I'm either getting a good seat or I'm not going. It's kind of where I'm at, personally. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've reached the same conclusion. Well, especially... If you're going to watch, I mean, TV coverage is so much better. And well, I, I mean, look to the bathroom. All the power to everybody. I, I love yeah. that we fill that arena when they are worth filling yeah. up the arena for. Uh, so I looked up decent seats, and they you're still st- you're still charging me 180. Get out of here! What am I? I watched them. They got down 30 points. They were down 92 to 60 in the third quarter <laughs> to the Utah Jazz. I had to turn it off. The, I, I did. I had to turn it off. I have to do a podcast on this team, and there's an entire quarter of a game I didn't watch. Oh, they outscored them 38 19 in the fourth. Yeah. You mean when Utah quit caring? That was the very definition of garbage time. <laughs> yeah. Literal like garbage if, time. If you want to look up the definition of garbage time in a dictionary, they'll show that quarter. Final thing I'll say because we don't need to linger on this topic much no. longer. This team uh, the cracking sucks. game was much more enjoyable. There you go. Uh, you could even have enjoyed the Charger game more, and just like, hey, the Fire Staley game. This is funny. I, I, we're not going to have many moments there. I don't know when the next one will be this year. Maybe when the Bullets or the Wizards come to town in a couple Pistons. weeks. Pistons. When do they play the? Pistons? Yeah, when the Pistons come to town. But like, you're finally favored, yeah. and that's what you do. It, it just that's an embarrassment, and I hope more people don't go to games. Boycott this team. Yes, you should not give them your money. If the tickets are truly that expensive still, that's an absolute joke. I looked up Wimby tickets. You mentioned that when we're off. <laughs> They're playing the Spurs twice in the week off or the week after Christmas. The cheap game is the first game. And those cheap tickets, if you want to sit in the top of the 100 section, you're paying like 250 Yeah, no. no. Get out of here. For the love that. of God, why would anybody spend that money? To say they saw a really tall man. <laughs> Wimby's not going anywhere, man. He's going to be in the NBA for a long time, we would imagine. Yes. Like that's just, you're just flushing money down the toilet. Imagine thinking that was, I'm going to go watch him win a game. They're playing the Jazz. They're playing good ball. This should be an easy win. I'm going to spend $150 on 100 level tickets for that game. And that's the effort that you get. It felt like watching somebody piss their pants i'm like what am i doing with this game i don't know what i'm doing watching these guys play i gave it an old click of the power off on the tv and yep. said i'm going to bed no, this game was over. on the second screen the entire game didn't listen did you oh, keep it on the whole game whole game because it's just it's just there yeah so i was seeing who came in late what the thing the only thing i was actually curious about because i didn't have the sound up because the kraken were just scoring at will against the blackhawks and it was wonderful uh what the hell were those little blue things that Calabro was eating at halftime? Oh, I missed Gummies. that. I don't know. I mean, how else would you call those games? That'd be great if they were. <laughs> no, but they had There's samples. There's an NBA announcer roller for down by 20 at halftime. I can take an edible for the second half. Lamar wouldn't touch it. Calabro popped one in, and... I, they were showing people eating them at halftime. That's either you, a gummy or Viagra. I, I will not hear any other case of what that substance was. It looked like was. some sort of jello shot is what it Did looked it? like. But I don't know what it was. I don't know if you were still watching at that point. I, I, I missed it that. It was coming right out of halftime. I'm going to tell you right now, he's definitely in my top three of if I, if he could pop an edible, I'd love him too for calling these games. <laughs> oh, Kevin Calabro would be very entertaining on the so, uh, He'd give you so many anecdotes yeah. on this team and his Sonic years. Yes. 
funny sayings and phrases. I'd be all for that. Well, that's nothing like my guy, Big Smooth, <laughs> Sam <laughs> Perkins. If you want me to watch the second half of a Blazer Jazz game, that's what I demand now, Blazer Broadcasting. I don't want Kevin Calabro to hate me, but that would be a great poll question. If Kevin Calabro popped a gummy, would you watch the Blazers' second half and games are down by 30? All new meaning to get on up for the downstairs. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> we're talking. Lamar having to react to a high Kevin Calabro. Uh, I don't know, Kevin. <laughs> what did you just say, Kevin? <laughs> All right, we have a lot to get to. Uh, Oregon State, interesting day for them yesterday. Let's talk about it next on The Fan. Uh, we'll get to uh NFL game of interest I want to talk about, and then I want to dive into some uh, Oregon Fiesta Bowl teasers. Ooh. I have a question for Duck fans out there I'd like an answer to. That Stata War guy, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he does those like number graphics for all the bowl yes. games. <laughs> I saw the one for Oregon and Liberty. You want to guess what percentage chance Oregon has to beat Liberty in that game? I think they've got a 94% chance to beat Liberty Biberty. You're going to go 94, Swigard? Uh, I'm going to say just because, like, right about 90. It was 98.2. Oh, my yeah. God. Bo Nix is playing. They are going to house that and team. And Liberty had their two best defenders opt out of the game. Dan Landing is not <laughs> going to let his team lose no, a bowl game no, against the guys, Liberty. No, the guy, is, is, if he's got enough horses, then yes, it right. should be a stampede. Yeah. Enough of the Oregon Duck talk in our Oregon State segment. <laughs> Sorry, I'm hijacking you. Beavs have a schedule. They do have a schedule. I want to get to a couple quick notes, and then we'll dive into the schedule. Uh, Aiden Childs is official. He did choose Michigan State. Yes. I saw a headline yesterday. Curious your thoughts on this. Number one portal quarterback picks MSU was the headline. 24-7 had him in the number one portal quarterback, even right now, and the number two overall portal player, a portal player. And so Michigan State, Mm. Jonathan Smith reunion with old Aiden Childs. It's an interesting ranking. I know. I didn't know he was ahead. I know. Of well, I've Ward. seen those. So Walter Nolan's the only Gabriel guy that's was ahead of the him. number one. No, Walter Nolan's the number one player in the well, transfer portal. No, I class. thought Gabriel was the number one. No, no, quarterback. no. That was. It's currently. Oh, currently. Okay. Currently. Well, even that. If you look at those same rankings, I think twenty four seven came out with them, and I think they had Gabriel as ninth. The argument for that is you only it's have one, one year of Gabriel. Oh, you have okay. Touche. So I think it's it's you're going off the potential angle because I think twenty four seven has Dante Moore, the number two quarterback in the portal. So they're going that long term. You get three years of a guy. We think that he can turn into this. I mean, he's an unbelievable player. Nobody doubts that. But he's just—he's still an unknown commodity. I think he's going to have success. But I'll maintain the opinion. I know you and I disagree on this. If I were him, I—I I, I should say I don't know what other offers he was getting. I would have been very curious to have been in that room and to hear what programs were calling and who you said no to to go to Michigan State. It's a good offense. It's a coach he trusts. I don't blame him at all. And he's going to start right away. And he'll have two to three years in the Big Ten. I. We just disagree a little bit on that. I think Michigan State is going to be fine. I think Jonathan's a great coach, and I think the guys he took with him was a really big pickup. The Beavers are in the market for a quarterback, Malik Murphy of Texas. Mm-hmm. Evidently, Oregon State is in the mix for him. That would be quite a quite a pull if they get that. They offered him out of high school. He has a tweet out there that everybody there was go. retweeting <laughs> yesterday and bringing it back, but I he's they are one of like six teams in the running. I did see a 24-7 guy say, watch Duke here. But Oregon State mentioned amongst the teams that he is you know, choosing yes. from in the portal. Certainly helps that you have a schedule. You know, you're going to play Oregon and Purdue at home. So, I, You think that's helps. why he's choosing Oregon State? No, they have a schedule? I'm just saying they got a schedule. There, you, you have This is concrete. This is what we're doing for at least the next couple of years now. You There's 
You don't have to answer that question. He's an interesting case study because he is another highly touted guy. Younger, has some eligibility left. Did not play very well when he came in this year for Texas. Texas skidded a little bit to the finish line. Uh, and a big part of that was because Quinn Ewers was hurt. He started, I want to say, two and a half-ish games in there or played in two and a half-ish games towards the end of the season. Numbers weren't great for him, but I think you're going the potential angle. He has a past relationship with Manny Diaz, and that's why Duke is, is kind of listed as the favorite right now. But if Oregon State had the past relationship, a lot of these guys are looking for an opportunity to play because once you transfer at this point, you're not going to have the ability to transfer again until you graduate. And so you're not going to go somewhere without kind of a guaranteed wink and a nod, I got to chance to play right away he clearly would probably get that at Oregon State I think it's one of the reasons Ty Thompson is also looking at them these guys have an opportunity to play they need an opportunity to play because they weren't going to get it at their other schools well their schedule was released uh finally we still have some things to sort out with dates and whatnot but here you go here is the schedule for Oregon State uh, August 31st they play Idaho State at home uh September 7th they're at San Diego State September 14th is the Oregon-Oregon State Civil War that won't mean anything anymore. 90-degree weather. Get ready for that one. Yay. Feel the mojo of conference alignment. Uh, <laughs> September 21st, they're home against Purdue. And then September 28th, they go on the road at Cal. And that's where it's super open until November 23rd when they play Washington State. Yep. Their home games in between. UNLV, San Jose State, Colorado State. Their road games... Air Force, Nevada, Boise State. Those are TBD, but their schedule was released yesterday. Uh, I Look, no, no real big surprises on here, I think. If I were an Oregon State fan, I would be a hair frustrated because they seem to insinuate over the last couple of weeks that they were going to have five Power 5 games on their schedule. That was their goal. And that at least gets you to about the halfway point. You, you got, got an three. Idaho, yeah, you got – well, I think they're counting Washington, uh, State. Washington State as one. There's not a power. There's not five I conferences. I hate to I tell people this, but it's a power four now until yeah. yes. that conference either gets so, revived right. or we stick with. By four. that metric, they only have three, and that's a disappointment. You got Cal, who they. I mean, they could beat Cal. Cal's nothing to. Uh, not the greatest program in the world. You get Purdue at home. I don't really know what to make of Purdue going into this upcoming year. And obviously, you get Oregon State at home. So at least two of those three games are at home. You get Washington State at home. I think that's good for fans that they're going to get those. If you're buying season tickets, you want more of those than you want. You know, UNLV and Nevada or Utah State, but when you set, when you tell everybody the weeks leading up to it, we're, we're going to try and have a half a Power 5 schedule, and you only come home with three or four games, depending on how you look at it, that would be disappointing to me as a fan. I had a listener send me a tweet and say, look at San Diego State sending out their Mountain West schedule, and they put Oregon State's logo on that, but they put a tiny asterisk next to the logo. Like, it's tiny, <laughs> but it's just weird looking at, like, here's our Mountain West schedule, Oregon State logo, but technically that's not a conference it's not game. not a conference game. We're not in their conference. They're not in our conference, but here's our conference schedule, and Oregon State's on us with an asterisk. It's just such a – that was a weird approach. I saw that yesterday. I'm like, what? why would you do that? They also – people noticed on the Oregon State when they tweeted out their schedule, the graphic of it, they included the Pac-12 logo at the bottom of the screen. It still said Pac-12. Well, I think that's going to be the logo. I – you know, it's like the race. Big 12 when they had nine teams. I don't think they're going to change that. I think that actually, that's like jerseys and helmets. It takes a while to change that. Uh, okay, trademark stuff and all that. Well, I think their hope, their ultimate hope here is to get the other conference to basically get absorbed by theirs. 
So maybe they have 12 teams again. And I think that's call, the thinking. You call it the Pac-12, keep the same name. I just, yeah, I saw that and I thought, oh, we're still, all right. I didn't know if that was still going to be there, if we were going to just erase the one, and it was it was still on the screen there. Uh, I'm still waiting. Uh, it should be noted the defensive analyst for the Raiders had quite him, had himself quite a game last night, as we talked about with the Charger game. That would be Keith Hayward. Should be noted, Kerry Eggers reported about a week ago, maybe two weeks ago, I can't remember. Keith Hayward has been hired as the D coordinator. They still have not announced that. I don't know if that's a handshake and a wink and the season's done in like four weeks and then we'll announce it, but that still hasn't happened officially. He's saying that that who's the D coordinator is. Be a nice little hire. He's obviously got Oregon State roots. That's the whole theme of the staff. I don't know if I'm going to argue about the last couple of weeks. I think playing backup quarterbacks helps a little bit with the Raiders, but he's been around college football for a long time. Weird, though, that in some of these hires, you got to wait for the season to be over. He's not just going to walk away from his job, and that makes recruiting and transfer portal stuff a little tougher, unless he's just doing it behind the scenes from Vegas and they haven't announced it yet. But he's an analyst. He's not even the coordinator of the Raiders. That's why I would say, why can't you leave now? But that's the argument that I've heard from people of why he hasn't left is because he's waiting for the season to be finished. Uh, Uh, We have a lot to get to in the second hour of the show. I got an Oregon Duck question that I want to get to, but we start the second hour. A massive game in the National Football League. How we're feeling about the matchup next. Hour two on The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.